Feels good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I welcome each and every one to come out. No other place I'd rather be. No, that's right. I appreciate my church, my Christian brothers and sisters tonight. I do appreciate the help. Uh, I sit there night in the chair, but all I can do, and uh, sometimes gotta get you in those places where you gotta sit down and listen to. Them. I didn't even feel like reading, but I got my little Kindle out. And I was reading, and just kept reading chapter after chapter after chapter. And you know how he does me. when that light comes on. I know, I know. And then I had to went on and read on some more and some other stuff. I, you know, there in the, in the scripture I'd read, and uh, I couldn't get past it and couldn't get away from it. And then he told me exactly what I need to do, and I wrote it down. And I wrote it down wrong, and he reminded me, and I had to throw that away and start over again. So. Uh, I just write down what the thought he gives me. And I wrote down, if y'all pray for him, I appreciate it. I love it. The thought this morning is, it is enough. And I wrote, it's enough. With an apostrophe in it, thinking that would, that would cover it. And what God said, he said, nope, that ain't it. Okay, I throw that away and I wrote down. I said, My dad could work. And uh, I wrote it, It is. He said, I'm very important that you let that be known. It is. And, uh, and uh, the thought you'll find is in the second chapter of the book of Second Corinthians. It's Paul's writing. I am so thankful for his word. Yes. Uh, how he opens things up and lets me see things. Of late, I don't know why. I've always loved the Word and always loved the Lord. And, uh, seemed like even uh, we'll get the Bible verse from the uh, prayer chain a lot of times. We'll read that and you kind of skip through it a little bit just for a second. <coughs> it helps you a little bit, but God let me see that so differently. Even even in a verse anywhere, it's as though He is speaking to me. And I really like that because I'll just stop and say, thank you, Lord. I sure do appreciate that because when he allowed someone to write this down, he is speaking to us. And uh, it is needful that he, uh, you get to that place where you feel like that. Uh, God wrote a letter down for us and allowed us things that he knew before we ever existed that we would need. And he wrote this down in the second chapter of the book of 2 Corinthians. The first verse starts like this. It says, But I determined this with myself, that I would not come again to you in heaviness. And as you begin to, I begin to think and begin to pray and study and let God work. <clears throat> how that sometimes God will give us a burden for the lost, a burden for someone who's sick, a burden for someone who needs help, for someone who's gone astray, something. And sometimes it'll change your countenance to where everybody thinks there's something wrong. With they think sin you like. They think, oh, what he's done, boy, he's just down that anyway. What's wrong with him? 
But that's not the case. But Paul wrote that down. God let him write that down. So I determined this within myself. That I would not come to you in heaven. No. I wouldn't trouble you. There wouldn't be an issue with that. I would try to bear my burdens, but still keep a smile on my face and be happy in the Lord. But then it says this. For if I make you sorry, who is he then that maketh me glad? So, if you'll stop just for a second and understand what God just wrote down, just told us that there's joy in the Lord, but there's also joy in your Christian brothers and sisters. Joy. But that can actually lift you up. Find in your life that you have a need and your brother and sister joyfully give you a hand. But the same which make is made sorry by me so in other words, if you ain't careful, you will put your sadness yes. on somebody. And that person may be depending on you to be lifted up in God and joy with the Lord and be what they're supposed to be. And again, still bearing that burden, but with a smile on your face. That's what I seen when I sat there. And it was, it was not a happy day at the Smith house. That's okay. God knows all about it. It'll be all right. And I wrote the same unto you. And I want you to listen to what God wrote down here for us to hear. I want you to listen to what God wrote down here. For I wrote this same unto you, lest when I came, I should have sorrow for them of whom I ought to rejoice. Having confidence in you all that my joy is the joy of you all. How much do you think God loves you and how much He wants you to be happy yes. in Him. Yes. <coughs> See, we can be heavy and hearted, but we can still have to be happy in the Lord. Yeah. We can still have burdens every day and things we're going through, but still be happy in the Lord. No, God's going to take care of it. He's going to bring you through it. You know, I'm thanking the Lord already for Him to take care of things I need to take care of. I didn't even know He took care of you know I didn't even know I needed to take care of? And I found I needed to take care of. I found out. But in all that, to joy in the Lord, but to see my Christian brothers and sisters joy in the Lord will bring health. I want you to listen. For out of much affliction and anguish of heart, I wrote unto you with many tears. Not that ye should be grieved, but that ye might know the love which I have more abundantly unto you. Did you catch that? Not that you'd be grieved, but you know that I have my heart's troubled. 
my heart's hurting for you. But I'm still need to be happy in the Lord. But you need to know that my heart is troubled because of those who will not follow God. Will not be what God would have them to be. Will not be what God would have them to be. But I'm still going to enjoy in the Lord because I don't need you to see me upset and sad. I need you to see me rejoicing in the Lord knowing He's going to take care of me. But I'm still going to have a heavy heart for whoever the lost, the one that's gone astray, the ones that just will not listen to instructions. And we're right there in the middle of it. You know, we, apply the, we need to apply this to our heart. But then the, as we begin to read here, we'll find that the whole thing turns around. And God's about to turn something around that He let me see and it was a help to me. And I thought, wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you for letting someone follow you and write this down so we know. But see, He knew you needed it. He knew today we would need this. Okay? It says, But if any have caused grief, he hath not grieved me, but in part. So if someone's troubled, you're troubled with them. Not overwhelming, but in part. Because you want to help bear their burden. You want to be a help to them. You want to help them. You want to be a help to them. That I may not overcharge you, Bob. Don't lay everybody's charge. If someone is in a fault, if someone is down, or there's a problem, or there's an issue, or something's going on, don't lay it to everybody. No, it's not everybody. You know, a lot of times you'll take one Christian that gets out of the way of the Lord and everything, and they'll blame the whole church. Well, that's not what we're supposed to do. It's not everybody. It's not everybody. <clears throat> but how there's joy in the Lord and there's peace and there's heaviness. But don't let that be charged to everyone. And I want you to listen to this next verse because it's very important. Because when you find yourself in a place in a fault or in trouble or in sickness or wherever you're at or whatever you're doing or whatever's going on. And this is what God has wrote down for us to know. And it says this. Sufficient enough. Sufficient to such a man is this punishment. Now I want you to listen to what God wrote down which was inflicted of men. Did you catch that? Did you catch what God just wrote down for us to understand this? Sufficient, enough, adequate. To such a man is the punishment. So in other words, if you're in a fault, or you're having issues, or is there an issue, or if there's something you're going through, 
It's an it. There's some weird. But where did it come from? Where did that come from? Where did it come from? Which was inflicted of me. Everybody's talking. You're down problem. You're hurt. Something's going on in your life. I don't know what it is. But I guess who knows and who's talking? Everybody. Everybody. It says inflicted of many. So, sufficient to such a man is this punishment. In other words, that's hard to swallow. To know that you're not where you need to be with the Lord and know everybody's talking. It says right there, it says sufficient to such a man is this in other words, there's your chastisement right there because you know. You know. You know. Everybody's talking. The seventh verse says this. I told you it's going to turn. I always say this a lot of times. And I always say this. I'll sit down and be reading, studying, and God will be opening things up, let me see it. And then the next verse will be, and I go, oh, hang on a second. We wouldn't talk about me. And I sit there a lot of times and just laugh. But hang on a second now. So that contrary wise, the opposite. So contrary wise, ye ought rather to forgive him. <laughs> opposite the way you're heading. Now the verse before that, everybody's talking. Somebody's in a fault, everybody's talking. But now listen. God just said, opposite of that, contrary wise, ye ought to rather forgive him. It goes a little further in this verse. It's going to tell you something else. And comfort him. Now this is very, very important. Right here. And I want you to listen to what this says. Lest perhaps such a one be swallowed up with over much sorrow. If you ain't careful, you could destroy somebody. If you ain't careful, you could run them down. But they'd never darken the church doors again. If you ain't careful, Contrary, be careful. You'll get caught up, which was inflicted by many. So he wrote that down because he knew. He already knew that. But it says, sufficient to, to sufficient to such a man is his punishment. It's enough. It's enough. But if you ain't careful, such one will be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. Yeah. They'll be grieved and burdened down, yes. hurting. And what instead of lifting them up, we're pushing them down. Yeah. Instead of giving them a hand to raise them up, we're casting them out. Yes. What it says. 
Wherefore I beseech you, wherefore I beseech you that you would confirm your love toward him. Let him know you love him. Let him know you love him. This will cut you coming and going. But I love him. And it's needful. And I've told you before in the book of Matthew, a lot of people are offended. But Matthew says it's needful that offenses come. Because offenses, offenses lead to repentance. See, the whole world's offended. They don't want you to say anything about anything they're doing, but they're awful offended because they won't repent. But, that's, but the Bible says it's needful. If you're offended, you'll do something about it. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, here's where we are, right here. Exactly. To the level. It's needful. Yeah. But it's also, wherefore I beseech you that ye would confirm your love toward him. No, you love him. Just tell him you love him. You don't have to condone him. You don't have to agree with him. You just tell him you love him. That's right. Tell me, love. Yeah. I know I've been there, but I love you. Sure do love you. Sure do appreciate you. I'm praying for you. For to this end also did I write that I might know the proof of you. Remember, I tell you a minute ago. That's what I told God. Now, hang on a second. I'm going to talk about me. Whether ye be obedient in all things. We did to you. Wherefore, for this end that did I also write to you, did write, that I might know the proof of you. That I might know the proof of you. Whether ye be obedient in all things. In every walk, in every part of your life, in everything you do, there is a proof of who you are, what you are, where you stand, who you stand for, and what you are. And Paul wrote down that I wrote this down to see. In other words, I know what you're doing and how you're acting and what you're saying. And I've just caught you loving somebody that was in the fire. I just caught you being what God would have you to be. There's proof. There's proof that I caught you lifting up someone's heart. There's proof. I caught you bearing a burden and heaviness in the heart and trouble in the soul and everything going on in your life, everything blowed up all around you, but you got a smile on your face. There's proof in that. I just proved it. There's proof. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows. Everybody sees it. Whether it's good or whether it's bad. I want you to listen to what you wrote down here. To whom you forgive Anything. 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 
That leaves it all out. You can't put a label on that now. Because he said he'd forgive you for anything. I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave I. Now listen to this. This is very, very, very important. This is very important that you understand this. <clears throat> for your sakes forgave I it in the person of Christ. If you forgive or you do anything, you'll do it in God. If you go to love, if you love anybody, you do it in God. If you have a heaviness of heart, you do it in God. You do it in His love. You're borrowing His mercy and grace. That's all we can do. Borrow His mercy and grace. But then ourselves, guess what we're going to do? Which was inflicted by me, of many. We're going to be inflicted unless we do it in the person of Christ. Unless we do it in Him. If we go in ourselves, there's trouble coming. When you go in God and His love, no telling what God's wrong with you. No telling what help you would be. No what telling what strength you could be to somebody. Yeah. Know what telling Sunday after Sunday here they come back. Yeah. Why? Because you love them. Yes. And you forgave them for what? Yes. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Don't put no label on. Just love them. Yeah. Don't agree. Just love them. Yeah. <clears throat> Give them the word. And it'll cut. Yes. It'll cut. Yeah. Coming and going. <clears throat> It'll cut coming and going. But it's needful. It's needful. Now I want you to listen to what God wrote down here. And this is so important. And I read this and I just sit there and I thought, oh no. Let me read it again. Lest Satan should get an advantage of this. Lest Satan should get a Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. Did you just hear what God just wrote down? Lest Satan should get an advantage. Get the upper hand on us because we're not going to someone in love. We're not doing it. Ours in the Lord. So we're not ignorant about it. God doesn't want you to be ignorant about that. You know how it works. Don't believe me? Go look at the Marion one. You know how it works. Did you think about this? What God has put down there? Lest Satan should give him the That's what he's seeking for. Yeah. To him who made, made a vow. And he might use you. Yeah. That's true. If you ain't careful, yeah. he'll use you. Yeah. That's right. 
So what do you got to do? You got to go to them in God with His love over anything. Over anything. But He said just to confirm, just let them know that you love them. Just let them know you love them. See what He wrote down here for us to know? Let Satan should get the man. Don't let him have the man. So how are you going to do that? You're going to do everything that you can do in the person of Christ. Not in the person you are, but the person He is. But the person He is. Because if He lives within your heart and you follow what He tells you to do, it'll bring peace, joy, health, strength, Comfort, yeah. encouragement. It'll bring all those things in Him. But in herself, we're going to give Satan the upper hand. Sufficient to such a man is this punishment. It's enough. We don't need to make it worse. Because it says right there, I read you already. Which was inflicted in many. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon. And guess what happened? Lest perhaps such one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow. Discouraged to the point that this can't go on. Who could do that? Which was inflicted with many. Who could do that? A lot of people. So you have to go in the person of Christ. What else you got to do? Comfort him. Forgive him. It's true. Rather, you ought to forgive him and comfort him. How are you going to do that? In the Lord. beseech you that you would confirm your love towards me. Once someone knows that you care and once someone knows that you're going to be a help and once someone knows you'll be a strength you know how they'll know where it comes from? By your obedience. By the proof that's already been seen in your life because you had a heaviness of heart for them and you come to them with love and yet you're still joying in the Lord and you're happy in the Lord but you're hurt for them but you're still happy in the Lord and there's proof that God is in your life and there's proof of where your strength comes from and there's proof of what your intentions are 
and there's proof that they really believe that you love them. There's proof that you're really concerned about them. Whether they hear you or whether they don't, it's entirely up with them. But you're not supposed to lay that to every charge, to everything going on. Don't let that change your whole entire focus on what you're doing for God. You can't. You can't. If they don't, what are you supposed to do? Be obedient. God might send you back again. Yeah. And you know you might have to go back again. <coughs> and did you know you might have to go back again? <laughs> but then there'll be a point where you'll see God working. Yeah. When He starts working, when you get in Him and let Him do the working, He'll fix things yes. that can't be fixed. He'll fix things that are broken that you had no idea how to fix. You'll see Him working everywhere. Once you get in that place, you'll see Him working. And you'll go, I would have never thought. And you know, turn around and look and see the joy you see one of your brothers and sisters. Go to them. And you'll see them in an altar of repentance. You'll see a change in their life. You'll see help. Where's it come from? You don't know. Through your obedience, you don't know. They'll know it come from God. They'll know that you came, that God sent you. Because a lot of times, even someone who's not exactly where they need to be, they know God's coming. Yes. And you knock on the door. However, God sends you. It might be somewhere. It might be at the store. It might be at the gas station. You'll never know. I hold a lot of next to the gas station. You catch me in the right place. I might be a little gas in the car. You never know. But you see how important it is that we carry our, our burdens and our things we go through personal with God. Yeah. Talk to him all the time about that. What would you have me to do, Lord? Where would you have me be? What would you have me to do? I won't be ahead. You know, sometimes you should just pray and you'll see somebody pass you. You're no help on the way. You know God's working. You're working in God. And they're going to do their part. And when that happens, you know what you'll do? You'll smile. Yeah. Why would you smile in all kinds of adversities? Why would you smile and be happy in the Lord with trouble all around you? Because that's proof that you've been where He's at. That's proof that you're trying to be what He'd have you to be. And guess who sees it? Everybody. Well, no matter where they're at or what walk they're in, they'll see it. But you gotta do that in the person of Christ. You gotta do that in God. And when you follow that and do that in God, <coughs> there'll be things happen that you never thought could. And you'll just smile. Because you know God. And there'll be such a joy of happiness come over you. In him and thankfulness 
so much thankfulness that God took care of that in His way. And He worked it out in the way that things be worked out here. And He can do that. But you got to trust Him. You have to trust Him. Believe that He can do that. But there's something else to it. You must be obedient. Yeah. It's important yeah. that you be able to do You find yourself in here and you find all kinds of instructions. Little snippets of instructions all through here. They're called verses. And they're beautiful. And sometimes they hurt. Sometimes they make you mad. It's true. Yeah. I'll tell the Lord, man, I want you to quit talking about me. <laughs> but when you get in Him, things will happen. Amen. <coughs> you know who sees it? I can tell you who else sees it. Let you know a little unknown secret. Who else is watching? The lost. You know what I'm well, happy about you. It's rough. It's so Shouldn't they be miserable and sad? They sure are happy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I need to see. I ain't happy. Proof. Proof said one time, said that in the court of law, you was accused of being a Christian, would there be enough yeah. evidence to convict you? I have to dig a little bit about convicting me, I don't know. But I appreciate you. I love you. I thank you. I thank the Lord for his help, for his strength. For the ability to stand for you one more time and give you my heart. I don't feel like much, but I feel really like I'm willing to do what I can. <clears throat> I got anything. It's a good lesson. You were talking about writing your thought down, and you said he wouldn't let you write down. It's enough. And I thought back to when you were in school, you're taught that an apostrophe is a shortcut or something. And I thought, well, I know why God wouldn't let him write that down, because God's not a shortcut. He is not. He is. He is that is, and you can't shortcut that. But I appreciate that. And uh, he's talking about bearing one another's burdens in part. And I know it's just carnal, and I know you got surgery coming up tomorrow, but I just want to let you know I want to bear your burden in part, and I'll be praying for you tomorrow, and I appreciate the love that you always show all of us, and I want to give that back, because I love you, and I'll be praying for you. I've had the worry of health in my life, and not knowing what tomorrow's going to bring, and I love you, and I'll be praying for you. I appreciate it, and I was already bothered by it that I owe you all apology for being so whiny yesterday morning, and I owe my husband and my daughter-in-law apology for being so whiny last night. I am truly sorry. There's nowhere to take it to, and I know that I am blessed. I am blessed with friends, wonderful friends and family, and I'm very thankful for y'all, and I am so sorry for my attitude yesterday and last night. 
But it's so good for my hands. Appreciate that. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Well, talking about loving people. <coughs> man been saved or a woman, whatever it might be. He's got to love He's got to love something. He's got to love it. I don't care. It's all he's done, whatever it is. He's got, he got to love it. But, uh, you know, there's some people, they just won't, you can't like. You know, they won't let you like them. Mm -hmm. But you try to, you know, try to tell them the truth and everything. You know, some of them just throw a fin on your man and everything else. You know. But still yet, you've got to have that love in your heart for them. It's true. I think that's a true work to do, sir. It's true. If you've been saved, you've got to love them. Yes, you do. Yes. Appreciate that. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? 